Okay, Pashas Vayichi, Shlishi, chapter 48, verse 17, Perek Memches, Pasuk Yudzayim. Vayar Yosef, and Yosef saw, Ki Yoshis Oviv Yad Yeminoi, Al Rish Ephraim, that his father was placing his right hand on Ephraim's head. Vayera Be'enov, and it was bad in his eyes, because he didn't want the right hand, he thought that the right hand belongs on Manasha. So he supported his father's hand to remove it from on top of the head of Ephraim to put it on the head of Menashe. What does it mean? He supported his father's hand. He raised it from his, the son's head from Ephraim's head, and he supported his father's hand in his hand. And he says to his, fathers, to his father, not so my father, for this one is the firstborn. Put your right hand on his head, put it on Menashe, was sung to him. And his father refused. And he says, How do you refuse? He, he no, he head. didn't. Yeah, well, he didn't let him move it. Yeah, uh, I don't know, but he's saying something to him also. But he responded. And he said, I know, my son, I know. Uh, basically, he's telling him that I know what, that he is the Bechoyer, actually, he's going to explain. I know that he's the Bechoyer. However, and I'm telling you, Gamuyi Yelo'om. And he too will be uh, to a nation, uh, to a people. In other words, he will be a, the head of a nation, a big nation. And he will also be great. He will be Ulam. However, Achiv his younger brother, Yigdal Mimenu, will be greater than he. And his children's uh, fame, his children's fame, uh, will fill the nations. I mean, everybody will hear about the fame of Ephraim. And therefore, he wanted to bless him with his right hand. But again, it's what, like father, like son. It's a little bit what happened to uh, Yaakov and, and Esau, that, right? That even though Esau was the firstborn, Yaakov got the brachas. And then Yaakov is doing the same thing to Yosef's children, as his grandchildren already that he's giving uh, them... First of all, he gave Yosef the, all this, uh, the, the blessing, the two tribes, he gave it away to Yosef. Um, because, um, you know, in a way, um, the Medrash says, Yosef gave a lot to his father, he, he protected his father, so uh, Yosef in return. This is actually from the Gemara. Uh, the Gemara says, the Gemara gives a moshul, the Gemara Baba Basra gives a moshul that somebody who wants... Um, who raised an orphan, and he helped him out, and then eventually the orphan became wealthy, and then he wants to give a gift. He gives it to whom does he give it? He gives. It, he pays back a favor to the one who helps him. In this case, uh, ya- 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 Yaakov was received uh, considered like the orphan because he didn't have, uh, you know, the food and everything else. He needed to come on to 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 Yosef to support them. So then when he has a gift like the Bechorah, the double that he wants to give the, the, the Shvatim, Hashem told him, uh, that he's going to have two tribes more, so he wants to split it, he gives it back to Yosef, because Yosef gives it to him. But then he gives his son, he gives him the, uh, the, the Bechorah. Yodaiti b'ni Yodaiti Zoktrashi, I know my son, I know, Shehu Abechorah, that he's the firstborn. 
גם הוא יהיה לאום, וגם הוא יגדל. He too will become a people, he will become great. What is Rashi says something specifically that came from Menashe? Sha'osit Gidon Lotzeis Mimenu, that Gidon is destined to be descended from him. Sha'kodesh Baruch Hu Oisei Neisal Yodoi, through him the Holy One will perform a miracle. Okay, so in Shaftim, in uh, there is the whole story about. Gidon, how he was able to be victorious in the war over there, and he the sign also with the with the dew that Hashem made it that it should only uh, it should go everywhere, and on the piece of wool it should remain dry. Um, so we see that Abraham made the miracle through his hands, and he was able to uh, be victorious and win over the other nations over there, as explained by uh, Riches in the in, in Sefer Shoftim. But his younger brother will be greater than him, because and what is the greatness of uh, Ephraim? For Yeshua is destined to be descended from him, because he will be the one that will uh, distribute the inheritance of the land. Totally Israel and he will teach Torah to the Yidden. And that's considered... You know, much greater than just a nace that happened through Gideon, because this was Yeshua led basically the all all the Yidden. What does means? Children will fill the nations. The whole world will be filled. It says Shimoi when his uh, name uh, or his fame uh, will go out. When he stopped the sun in Givon. Uh, and uh, the moon uh, in the valley of Ayolin. That was during the war that Yeshua was uh, was was running, uh, and he was able to stop the cycle. So he stopped the the sun and the moon in their place because they needed some more sun, uh, sunshine, as explained in the uh, in Tanakh. The whole story with Yeshua in the um, in the given that he told his son to stop, Shemesh be given doim. He told the Shemesh to stop. Every all the things stopped, and uh, and and that miracle made him Meloy Hagoyim because all the nations talked about it. Pasikov, So he blessed them on that day, saying, uh, with you, the Yidden will bless. What mean with you? With you meaning. Uh, with the Ephraim and Menashe, Lamer saying, Yisimcha likim kefraim v'chim Nasha. May Hashem make you like Ephraim and Menashe. That when somebody comes to bless, Rashi is going to say, by you, by Menashe and Ephraim, people say, be like Menashe and Ephraim, because Menashe and Ephraim will be like the epitome, they'll be like the uh, role model. So, as Rashi says, by Yosem is Ephraim v'chim Menashe. Again, he placed Ephraim before Menashe. Not only he says, kefraim v'chim Menashe, he says, first Ephraim and then Menashe. Um, now, um, okay, so this, I guess, it has to do with the blessing, that the, the, the blessing is what makes him greater. of one who comes to bless his sons, should bless them like their blessing, uh, which means uh, a blessing related to them. you should say, once you bless them, you may Hashem make you like Ephraim and Menashe. 
by Yosemite Ephraim, he placed Ephraim Bibirchose in his blessing, Lifnei Menashe, uh, to give him precedence, the, uh, he gave him before Menashe. So what does he mean he placed Ephraim before Menashe? It's not just he said the words, his blessing came to Menashe before Ephraim, so that he takes precedence in the groupings of the tribes in the desert, so there was the, the golem over there, so he went first. And in the dedication of the uh, of the Nesim, uh, the tribal princesses will learn later on that they were uh, brought the Korbanos, so Ephraim brought the Korban before, the tribe of Ephraim brought the Korban before Menashe. That means that he placed them before. We'll learn later on that's, that, that sometimes being later in the Dgolim, like he says, uh, we learn later on, uh, there's a Sikhi where the Rebbe explains that the Machanidon, because they were in the back, uh, they were actually like the feet that held up the whole structure. Sometimes being in the back gives you even more power and you are able to support the head. There's an advantage in the, in the bottom or being last. So together with Ephraim, together with Menashe taking the back, it's not all bad, you know, there was being in the back, being in by the Golim. In one sense, it shows more on the level of Kabbalah soil. I don't want to talk more about this right now, but I'm just saying the fact that making Ephraim in front and Menashe in the back is not all uh, all uh, bad, but it's there's there's a positive aspect to it also. Pasuk Chafalef. So Yisrael says to Yosef, Behold, I am going to die. And Hashem will be with you. He will bring you back to the land of your fathers. And it says in Pasuk And I have given to you, to Yosef. Uh, now, when he says to Yosef, Yosef itself also didn't make it. Yosef died in Mitzrayim. He didn't make it to, uh, to Eretz Yisrael. He didn't get anything. But it means Yosef's kids, his inheritance. And that has to... That has to, that has to did they bury Yes, Yosef was buried in Mitzrayim, and then his bones were taken yeah, along with them. They carried, Moshe Rabbeinu carried his they bones. They put him with the letter in the wall. Yeah. So, he, so he's not in Mitzrayim? No, I understand, oh, but he didn't take a part, he died in Mitzrayim, but he didn't take a portion in the... Yosef was actually buried in Shechem. Yeah, buried. He was buried in Shechem, yeah. That was the cave of Yosef at Tzadik. But he, he, um, he, the portion, meaning of an inheritance... Uh, he says, so he's, so he's saying like this, but first in the Pashtim Shat, Shechem uh, means a portion. I'm giving you a portion, not literally the city of Shechem, but I'm giving you Shechem, a portion, Achad, one portion, Alachech, over your brothers, meaning it gives them like a portion over your brothers. Uh, now, this this almost sounds like a Bechayra, like all the brothers get a portion, and he gets the double portion. This is actually what in the Gemara it's like a double portion, but here he says Asher lokachti miyad ha'amidi becharbi ubekashti that um, I took from the Amorim, um, the Amorim those were the people that lived in the city of Shechem. They were also the people of Amorim. They I took it with my sword and with my bow. Uh, what does it mean with a sword and his bow? Actually, what does it mean with a sword? We'll see what he means with a sword and his bow. Rashi is going to say. Uh, the Targum says, That means with his prayer 
and what he's begging Hashem, not literally the sword and the and the bow. But we'll see in the Rashi in a minute. But in, according to this, if we just say Shechem means a portion, one portion, so what does he mean, What is he referring to? That I take with the Mori. So it's Mashma that the Shechem is talking about the actual city. Let's see in the Rashi, we'll see. But Nino, Sati and I've given to you. So why is he telling I've given to you as what? Since you are taking the trouble to occupy yourself with my burial, so I have given you an inheritance where you will be buried. So he says he's giving him the Shechem to be buried. And what is it? This is Shechem. Uh, so he's saying to him, I'm giving to you the Shechem, all your brothers, a place for burial. Shneamar it says in Yeshua of Dalit Pasuklamet Beis. Over there it says Vesatzmes Yosef Asher Helu Bnei Yisrael Mitzrayim that the bones of Yosef that the Jewish people brought up from Egypt covered with Shechem they buried in Shechem. Shechem Achad Alachecha Zuktrashi that really the Taich is not just a portion of here but Shechem Mamish the actual city of Shechem Hiti Lachachelik Echod which will be for you one share over. Over your brothers. So, accordingly, we render Shechem, which is one share, over your brothers. Yeah. Another interpretation. Shechem Echod, one portion that is talking about, not like we said before, because you're troubling yourself to bury me, like giving you one portion, or giving you a burial place in Shechem. But Shechem Echad means a portion, one portion. That's the portion of the Chayrim. Sheyit of Shnei Chalokim. That his sons, the sons of Yosef, will take two portions. In other words, the Menshevet Menashe and Ephraim uh, took a second and additional portion, the portion of, of Yosef. V'Shechem lo Shecheleku. And Shechem is the language of a portion. Kitargumay. V'arba yesh doim lo doim b'mikra. And there's a lot of... Uh, a similar translation in the Pasik. Kisi Shisemai Shechem, which is in Tehillim Chafala Pasik at Gimel. Over there it means, for you shall place them as a portion. Then we have the Pasik of, uh, which means, which means, Rashi Kisi Shisemai Shechem. You place them a portion. Toshi Soinai Lefonai. That you place my enemies for me in two portions. Uh, or oh, the other passage says, "Achalko uh, Shechem," which means, which means I will divide a portion. Then they have the passage that says, "Yirtzuchu Derech Yirtzuchu Shechema," which is a passage in Isaiah. So, what is Derech Yirtzuchu Shechema? Meaning uh, murder on the way Shechema, meaning. Ish uh, chelkoi, each one his shear, or love the shechem echad, meaning uh, to worship him of one accord. Shechem echad, so shechem means in this case in one in one group. So shechem echad means a portion, a chelik, one 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 grouping. So that's the second shot of shechem. Becharbi um, ubekashti. So Rashi, what does he mean with my sword and with my bow? So Rashi, when Shimon and Levi killed the 
inhabitants, the people of Shechem, this concept calls to all of their surrounding gathered together. To um, you know, to uh, start up with the with, with them. And actually, Yaakov girded his war amu- war uh, uh, ammunitions and his uh, his carbine, his kashti, connect him against them. So Rashi touches that Shalakhti Miyad Amoiri doesn't mean the people of Shechem, they're not Amoiri. Why, why does it say over here that he, that he took it from the Yad Amoiri? Lakhti Miyad Amoiri refers to actually to Esau over here. Miyad Amoiri, those are not, the people of Shechem are not Amoiri. Miyad Amoiri means Miyad Esau. He bought it because we learned before that um, he, he gave him a heap of uh, pile and he let him, that's for this place of the burial over there in Mars Machpelah. But also he sent them away. It says he took, there wasn't enough Mikna. We learned there wasn't enough for both of them, for Esau and Yaakov. So they split up. Yaakov went over there. He says, Esau says, I don't want to no part with the, uh, with, uh, the exile and I don't want no part in the benefits role. He went away, Lahar Edom. So this means that he took. Uh, so he took miyad ha'moiri. So here it means miyad ha'moiri. He's talking about Rashi says miyad esav she'also ma'isa ha'moiri. That from esav that does the uh, behaves like an ha'moiri, like uh, does like an ha'moiri. But it talks from esav. Tovarach. Another reason why he was called ha'moiri is not because he behaves like an ha'moiri, but shoyutod avivim refiv. He would trap his father with the words of his mouth. That's called the ha'moiri. So, according to this case, it's talking about that he took from the Amoiri. But what does it mean, Bacharbi Ubekashti? What does it mean, Bacharbi Ubekashti? Uh, according to this, with my sword and my bow, means he Vitfilosi. That is his uh, cleverness and his prayer. Uh, not uh, literally. Uh, with his wisdom, maybe it means what? Because he took away uh, the Bacharbi from him, from, from Esau. Uh, his prayer, you know, when he davened Hashem before meeting Esav. Uh, because, but according to this, the Pasuk on Nisatul Shechem Achad Alachecha has nothing to do with the with, with Shimon and Levi, with Charbi and Kashli. And there, uh, it's two separate, two separate uh, pirushim, two separate interpretations of the Pasuk. One of them talks about Lakachti Miyada Moiri, apparently, that talks about the people of Shechem. Because Rashi says that he went to war of them, with them. So that means that he took it away from them. He actually fought them. That's what he meant. So that talks about Shechem, not, not not about Esau. And he calls them Amori. But maybe we know. Maybe they were Amorites. We understand that. But in the second shad, when Rashi says that the Shechem doesn't talk about at all about the city of Shechem. And we're not talking about here about the war, about what took place with Din and Shechem. We're just talking about a portion. We're talking about the fact that Yaakov is the one that gets the Bechayra. He has a Bechayra, gets the double. That Yaakov is giving over to him the um, the um, the double. 
and maybe there's also a hint in the fact that that, that, that that Yaakov gets the double. But over here we're not talking anymore about the Shechem Bechlal, not talking about the city of Shechem, we're talking about the double. So why is he going, uh, what is he saying that he took over his brother? So he means to say, that I've took, I've taken the the Bechayra, the extra portion uh, from Esau, I took away from Esau. And then Bechar Bebekashti means uh, with his uh, wisdom and with prayer. Now, the thing is like this, he's giving away, I mean, the Bechayra that we're talking about over here, is the Bechayra that he's giving away, I would think that he's giving away to um, to Yosef's kids. So, somehow it seems like Yaakov is connecting the Bechayra that he's giving over to the fact that he's also Bechayra. I mean, Bechayra, what's Negeya to giving over the Bechayra to his sons, Ashalakachti Miyad Hamari, that he took from the Bechayra away from Esau, uh, uh, at the time that he took the uh, Bechayr from him. Uh, and if Yaakov was not the Bechayr, but uh, the fact that he gets Eretz Yisrael, uh, and he, he's giving away to his kids the first Bechayr. i got to look at the Mephoshim with this. Okay.